Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today we are going into ancient history. Yeah, yes. Back into the dusty Dwemer rooms. Um, well, <laughs> we're going to start about 2 to 24 million years ago. Big difference between those two numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What's uh, with the disparity? <laughs> why do we Why do we not know? I, I don't know. That's what my research. Uh, so, um, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, to this week, actually, we're gonna have two weeks in a row. Of this fun special topic. So we're gonna talk about the domestication of pets, specifically in this episode, dogs. Mm-hmm. And next week, we're gonna cover the domestication of cats. So this is a highly researched episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it because apparently the researchers haven't done enough because we haven't narrowed it down. Well, okay, between two and twenty-four million years. Well, okay. Um, so what I'm talking about is actually the precursor to what we know as the ancestor to dogs. Gotcha. So, um, the the all dog Miocene period is when about five to two, 24 million years ago. I think that might be the range of the period and mm. that might be the disparity. Right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Three descendants from the Sidictus? Yeah. Sidictus, I accept. Emerged. Um, there, so those are the offshoots that give us our modern day kind of dog like mm-hmm. breeds. We have the Lycanon, mm-hmm. which sired the wild breed of African dogs, such as like hyenas and such. Oh, ladies. We have the Borohagus, which yep. is probably not how that's pronounced, but everyone's gonna, I don't know Latin. Mm-hmm. Um, which no, we fog- speak English in this household. Oh, no, I'm wrong. The Boris Haggis fathered jackals and hyenas. So Lycan is oh. a specifically wild breed of African dogs. Gotcha. And then what we're going to talk about uh, mainly is the Tom Martus, which, which is the start of the modern day family of wolves that eventually turned into domesticated dogs. Dogos. So, um, how do you guys think we got dogs? Uh, caveman lit a fire and the dog was like, oh, hey, what are you doing, grilling? Can I-? It was just begging. It was just, they just I, started begging. Actually, that's kind of correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Beggars. Beggar McBeggartons. All I see are their eyes staring at me while well, well, I'm cute. Cream. I, I also have I'm a th- cute, will you feed me? Well, I also have a thing about the eyes, but I'm going to save that for the end of the episode. Your eyes are so expressive. Well, there's a reason for that. Let's get to oh, it. Okay, no okay. Yeah. so um, <laughs> the main thing, I, so early on, back in caveman times, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, about between 27,000 to 40,000 years ago. So it could have been like humans and Neanderthals and other subhumans that coexisted with dogs. So around that time is when we started to have an actual genetic evidence of a split between the wolf mm-hmm. um, family and the what's known today as the like domestic dog Do- family. Dogo family. Um, the uh, oldest dog burial is from 14,200 years ago, which is suggested dogs were firmly installed <laughs> as pets by then. So yeah. the domestication happened before that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guesses were part of its... Um, you know everyone was into that like paleo diet where it's like eat meat. Well, they still are and it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is the human body probably actually can't handle a true paleo diet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so part so well, we would diet. Yeah, it's yeah. a fat diet. It doesn't work. So our early ancestors uh, couldn't digest certain parts of the animal mm-hmm. because we need a mix or yeah. omnivores. So mm-hmm. we need meat. Yeah. We're very clearly omnivorous. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> Basically, what probably happened was our early ancestors during their nomadic periods would set up fire, would have meat. Wolves would come around going, hey, you got some meat there. Mm-hmm. Smells hey, good. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, shit, there, there's friend. wolves. It's dark. I don't want to fight them. What if I feed them this meat that I don't have to eat? Yeah. And then the wolves are like, okay, your fire's warm. You, got, you gave me meat. I'll, I'll chill with you. And then the humans are like, you're chilling with us. Okay. And it's like, this is nice. Us. Yeah. And so. <laughs> nice vibe, bro. <laughs> we're pretty sure because, like, wolves can survive on nothing but lean meat. 
mm-hmm. which contains protein and little else. But in contrast, humans cannot. We have a limit of how much protein our bodies can handle before it like starts messing up our digestive system. I heard that your pee gets foamy. That's a rumor I heard at the water cooler. I don't know. It did. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, yeah. <laughs> the foamy pee was not in my dog research. Really? Yes. Like, explicitly mentioned foamy pee? No, in a no. Too much protein diet for humans? No, they didn't mention that. Weird. They're so focused in this research. They don't get off on tangents. I know. Yeah. I literally, I did. That was a fact I heard at the wallet water cooler, and it was a bunch of the. You know how every office has the bros. Uh huh. It was yeah. the bros. And they're, they're like, dude, bros. my my pee got all foamy. You gotta look out for that, man. You that's gotta bad. not eat just protein, you know. And I was like, and that's now that's in my brain forever. <laughs> mm. Oh, Todd. Todd. Freaking Todd. So anthropologists and scientists, they basically think what happened, and uh, they have evidence of this happening, by the way, like, simultaneously or at different times around different countries of humans just saying, I campfires and go, that's a cute dog. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feed that dog. What a cute wolf. And that, that wolf dog's going to be my friend. And then they'd find either stray pups or maybe even friendly dogs, like, from sired groups and keep mm. them with them and raise them and eventually that's what I did. <laughs> create that's, that's exactly what we we both did yeah and so that started man's quest for a best friend yes just someday i'll find one but right now i just have two ungrateful babies living in my house well, I, I think it's kind of nice because it started off as kind of like a uh what is that where uh, you guys both benefit? Uh, a symbi- co- symbiotic. Yeah. Symbiotic yeah, relationship. Yeah, it was a partnership. Yeah, it was a partnership. Yeah. They would help them get through, like, winters especially because they would be like, hey, we can keep this meat longer. And they're like, okay, we don't have to scavenge as much. And you have this nice fire that we can't make. And mm-hmm. you seem pretty chill and you're not going to kill us. And then we yeah. look pretty scary and other animals don't come near us. And yeah. humans are Protect like, yeah. Protect and help hunt. and Even just wolf yeah. pee, like, scares off a lot of animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how early it started. Um, the that's fascinating. I love it. Yeah. Mutually so beneficial. Crazy. Yeah. You know, like, can I have your scraps? Mm-hmm. I'll look cute and be here. I'm like, perfect. Love it. You're so awesome. how early? Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> so how early do you think we started to um, basically breed this species into different types of? like classifications of dogs to help us how early did we start to do that oh i feel like it's pretty early it is pretty early they started having some variations to crossbreed with well um according to fossil remains they think that the first five distinctive types of dogs existed beginning in the bronze age so that's about because they were favoring puppies who did specific tasks. The tasks. That's how, yeah. you, that's how you got to get Each group food. needed yeah. different types of tasks. For instance, they think the first, like, five types of dogs were mastiffs, wolf-type dogs, mm-hmm. sight hounds, such as, like... <gasps> like Charlie! Like greyhounds and salukis. <laughs> Greyhound Charlie! Pointing dogs, and lastly, herding dogs. Okay. Because that would have been when we started to turn into more agricultural with the Bronze Age and the tools and right, starting right. to settle. Um, I didn't realize Charlie was such an old breed. He's such an old breed. That little I mean, sign town. I mean, well, it's a, a classification. A mud, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. also he's a mud, but in my heart, yeah, he's a, he's an Egyptian Saluki. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So on top of being important, um, hunting allies and bodyguards against predators, mm-hmm. um. We started to domesticate livestock about 7,000 to 9,000 years ago. And uh-huh. we were like, damn, cows and sheep are hard and stupid to move. Yep. If well, only I had some if only, loyal creature. If only <laughs> I had. Tasks. If only I had some around dogs. The way that I mind. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what started herding dogs. I have a whole story about herding dogs. But first we're going to touch into... Um, we also, there's a lot of early evidence of some people, while we did have, like, a lot of working dogs and they served a job, there's a lot of just, like, they were mainly for social and companionship purposes. It's not um, surprising. Yeah. Um, some of the earliest, like, companionships were, like, in <clears throat> China, actually. Uh, China, That's why you get those smaller... The, the Pekingese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... 
Yeah, and like uh, specifically, Pekingese was the most popular lap dog for royal family, and only like royalty had like pet dogs. I did okay. We're not performers. Gonna, we're not gonna go into this too much, but apparently, there's also an offshoot of dogs that the Chinese bred for livestock. Yeah, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, you know, I think it also is. We, some, we're only sad because they're cute. Yeah. How did small breeds come about from wolves? Um, you just breed for you just small, small, small genes. Yeah, it's basically so smaller dogs. Like... You keep breeding, or you get a little runt, and then you breed with another runt. And like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. What's really? I don't know that like runts. Do the, is it really in their genetic code to be for dogs? Smaller? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, every so. I guess I just thought it would be like they were more. I will say yeah. something kind of crazy to think about until actually doing all this research was. Every single dog is the exact same species. They have the same genetic makeup, the same bone structure, all of that. They have the same number. It's just slightly different. So it's just like we took this one species and we're like, you're going to have long legs and you're going to have short legs. And it's like the weirdest genetic like experiment I think that was ever undertook, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, like, you can go off on it. Like, I... I've actually done some research into this, and I didn't think of doing it for this episode, but there is a, a very specific reason why dogs can come in different shapes and sizes, and we know what it is, but I personally cannot recall. It's a specific part but, of... But that's also why all dogs can intermingle, and you can have all yeah. these weird breed mixes, mm -hmm. is because they are the same species. Oh, yeah. Like, a Great Dane is the exact same as a Yorkie. Species-wise. Yeah, like, genetically species-wise. Yeah. Which is crazy. It is so crazy. when you look at cats, there's not that much variation. Really. And, yeah. Um, there's a reason for that, too. Which we'll get into in next week's episode. Mm -hmm. But, um... So, back to China. Um, the, looking up the, the genetic dog. I'll let you guys know if I find it, but continue with China. So, um, the Pekingese were the favorite lapdog of the royal family. Um, they basically lived in the Forbidden City. The royal dogs had special treatment. They report, they supposedly lived on pavilions with marble floors, slept on silk cushions, tended by specialized eunuchs who worked for... You know, I bet for, they slept on the marble floors. Well, that's, the eunuchs would take care of them. Okay, I'm just saying marble floors are not good for dogs. Probably not. Yeah, no. Well, that's what the silk cushions were for. And slipping and, like, claws, and it just doesn't... But you want... Can you guess what the... So, the eunuchs worked for the dog-raising office. That was their official title. The dog-raising office? Yes. Wow. Of the royalty. If you have to be a eunuch, that's what it seems like one of the better jobs to have. Yeah, apparently the court ladies would were particularly entertained themselves by walking, playing, and dressing up the dogs oh my god well i also imagine like i know a you lot imagine of, if they had instagram back then uh they would totally kill it on the instagram they would. Mm -hmm. apparently the empress dowager uh i don't even know how it's c-i-x-i -I. does anyone have a guess it's chinese c-i-x-i -I. Oh. i know x is pronounced c-g maybe i'm not sure i know i, I know thought it was G, like yi you know it, Which is a Yijing teapot. We're just talking about is is C I O C I X I. Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, C G. C G. I know. I know. X I is probably saying it wrong, and we apologize. Yes, I'm sure if someone pronounced it, I know X I is pronounced a certain way, and I just can't remember it. Um, but apparently she was known to own dozens and made gifts of puppies. Like, she would give gifts mm -hmm. to her favorites in, like, they were adorned with silk leashes and harnesses. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, suck the rich, but aww. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, another ancient civilization that had dogs, but I bet you can guess they maybe didn't view dogs the same way as another animal that was in high regard, Egypt. While they kept dogs and adorned them with collars and treated them with respect, they so viewed... there's some dog people and some cat people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they viewed dogs as working, hunting, and guard dogs, uh, which you can see... You work. The cats, they just exist. Well, they have, like, if you think about it, even if within the mythology... <laughs> just exist. <laughs> you can think about it even in the mythology, like, who protects Underworld? Anubis. Yeah. yeah. 
all their dogs but like who takes the souls to the underworld is bastard yes we'll have we'll have stories i got plenty of stories about the cats of egypt and i next love episode. it but it's just interesting like china was like dogs are the best and also we're gonna kick on back over to europe um i did find the information that i was looking for. okay share us and this can, information I, before we take our journey over to europe because we're going to do a little time hopping so. yes yes uh this i can provide the link to this article it's actually very informative it actually says that um dog breeds are artificial and potentially temporary so if we were to stop breeding dogs they might go back to looking like fucking jackals and shit that i thought was pretty cool oh, that's and you pretty can cool. kind of see that in the um uh what is it the the wild dogs of australia which were literally just mutts that were let loose and yeah. kind of stay the way they are now i i um, can also dingos. see yeah, I can see that because also if you have like a really like I was trying to ask my aunt like there we have uh, my aunt had this dog Ginger. She was some sort of hound dog thing, but she was very thin. Mm-hmm. She had a very pointy tail. Yep. And like, I don't really know what she was. I even asked her and she's like, mutt? Mutt. just mutt. mutt. She was like this red colored, but not like droopy ears. She had like. And she was just small. And she was just an interesting, like, she was a dog dog. Like, yeah, you look at it, and like, that's a dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does a dog look like? Like this. <laughs> this um, is some sort of dog. This is a direct quote from the article. I don't have time to paraphrase. So um, I am quoting the article right here. Okay, go um, ahead. The vast physical differences are largely uh, driven by relatively few loci. I think it's L-O-C-I. Okay. Loki? Loci? I'm going to go with Loci because Loki's a god. Loki is someone else. Uh, Loci, which are basically regions in the genome. Mm -hmm. These Loci have a large phenotypic effect leading to strong differentiation among breeds. So they've got few regions in the genome that have a uh, large phenotypic effect. So then you can get Great Danes and you can get Chihuahuas. Mm -hmm. And um, that's pretty unique to dogs. You know, not other creatures can shapeshift like that. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yep. Um, Cats can't. <laughs> uh, there are other reasons for that, too, yep. which yep. we'll get into next week. We'll okay. Um, so we're going to jump over to England. We're also going to do a little bit of time hopping because the actual... So what we're talking about in this episode is not just the journey of how did Doug become Doug. We're also talking about the domestication, therefore the period made pets popular. If we're going for trendsetters. I'm going to go... Post World War II. Mm, no, <laughs> we're talking about the original trendsetters of Europe. We're talking Post Industrial Revolution, Victorian England, pre-industrial. You should guess. I'm telling you, babe, you need to guess Victorian England. Victorian England. The, the, that's how we got Christmas trees. That's how oh, we got a lot Christmas of trees. Yeah. All right. It, they came. I'm from, sorry, I'm allergic to them, so I'm salty. That's fine. Well, it, that that came from Albert being from. Germany and he loved yeah. Christmas and then Victoria was like, well, Albert, I love you so much. We'll have Christmas trees and then all of England's like, we want to be like her. Yeah, we must be like Victoria. The cool girl did it. We gotta the do cool, it too. The cool. That's how freaking is with the, these yeah. goddamn royals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So the and popular ones are. Yeah, yeah. So basically, during Victorian England, pets actually became a thing because the, the it's like a mix of things. Like the noble class had more time. You started having the break oh, yeah. in the merchant class. Some mm. of the middle class was breaking in, so you had a little bit more disposable income, That's time. Rich old ladies that with, are like in, leaving all of their belongings to their cat Mimsy and shit. Well, <laughs> actually, cats were a child. So, <laughs> so England England was the opposite of Egypt, they viewed cats as more working class for pest control. Okay, I was about to say, what job are these cats doing? Pest control. (laughs) No, I know, they're good at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're tiny little apex hunters. Apex hunters. So dogs were the go-to pets, and also they were, um, dogs were also kind of the ideals of what it was to be a Victorian. I mean, they are pretty great. They, they... Uh, symbolized loyalty, steadfastness, and courageousness, which was very much symbols of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Smaller uh, lap dogs did tend to go with the court women, while lords and gentlemen had leanings for more hunting breeds, because that was also the social activities. You would go on the hunts, you would go go on walks. Yeah. 
anyone who's seen um, Downton Abbey knows this to be true. But I can also, like, kind of get it because, like, I don't know, if I was a sad little Victorian girl, like, I don't know, a lap dog would be nice, like a friend's. Have you met my dog, Fifi? Fifi's the only one who cares. Fifi, you're the only one who cares about me. Because... Mommy doesn't understand. Yes, yes. But... I call I call Rosie Fifi. That's her nickname because yeah. she's a brick house. <laughs> and Come, Fifi, she's like. Dogs were also thought to be very good companionship for women because they were protective no, of yes. women's virtues I... and other oh, things. Their... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but also, I could, I could see, like. Like, to be honest, like I'm really. I happy. mean, they can be good protectors. Yeah, they they like. I don't know. How, I the do little, feel how good are the little dogs at protecting? They're they loud. Just, they're, yeah, that's they, true. They're, they're a little alarm system. Yeah, they're a little alarm system. And if you're not supposed to have someone over, your dog would set it off, and mummy would be like, okay. "Why is Beefy acting up?" I was only looking at it from a perspective of like protection. Yeah, male, was... male predators and protection, not you know outing. I did hear this. It's your mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's fully it, but it was something that was discussed in the yeah. article I read. Go ahead. I know this is a unique situation, but I did hear this one story. It was like a news article. People can Google it. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was this little. Uh, it was either a Boston Terrier or a pug, something that I totally didn't expect. Uh-huh. That was used as a fighting dog somehow. That and en- that ended up taking out this. 50 year old lady and killing her like she had adopted it and i the only thing i can think like i just tried to imagine this i was like woman killed by her adopted dog you know pugsley the former boston terrier who was used as a fighting dog you know and it was like he just would he like take out her ankles first and then just ate her face like how did that work like i would put that thing so far i mean uh, if we're going into terry dogs people well, terriers were designed to be, like, ratters. I have a whole right. section on it, but uh, they're part of the hunting dog group, actually. Right. Yeah, um, terriers. Yeah, because they Pitbull would... Pitbull terriers? They were small Boston to terriers. get into... They could reach and went for her throat. I mean... Right, yeah, just you get that jugular. Just, would, wouldn't, just takes one wouldn't bite. take much, yeah. Part four of the reason... Part of the reason dachshunds were bred was so they could go after, like, weasels and dig into, like, yeah. ba- I think, like, badger holes Badgers, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Is, that's why they have their, so they can. Badgers are scary compared to dachshunds. Uh, apparently, dachshunds can take them out, according oh to God. history. I would like to hug a badger. Okay, so I have two I don't options. Think the badger is going to be. The badger does not want to hug me. <laughs> we can either learn about the origin of herding dogs, or we can learn the origins of hunting breeds. Oh, only one of those? Well, I, I have both of them. I'm saying oh, which one do you want? Up. Okay. Which one do you want first? Hunting or herding? We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, as along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon.com slash PetParentsPod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. PetParentsPod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Do you want to learn about farmers? I'm going to say yes to whatever you say. <laughs> Apparently you want to learn about farmers. What? I don't know. I was offering farmers yeah, or hunters? Yeah, farmers. Okay, farmers. Fate has decided. Okay, so we became an agricultural society and we're like livestock everywhere. Yep. And what is, what's a um, herding breed that you know? Collies. Right. What so border collie? There you go, border collie. Where, where <laughs> do you think border that. collies came from? Uh, probably some guy in Scotland. Yes, actually, you're correct. Oh my god, I'm so good at this. You uh, late... I did not know I knew this stuff. So, uh, border collie was developed in late 19th century by a Northumberland man from Scotland. Oh my god, my people! He wanted a lithe, athletic, so intelligent. 
canine that would uh, rely on predator's posture and strong right. eye contact rather than force to do its job. Mm-hmm. And also, ideally, um, ideal for handling sheep in the rocky border country dividing mm-hmm. Scotland and England. A border collie. I that's where it, it got it from. That's where the name know. came from. Okay. So that's how border collies were named after. Because mm-hmm. basically a Scotchman's like, man, this area is rocky. I need a dog that can handle this. All my other dogs are stupid and worthless. Yeah. I'm gonna do I'm gonna make no. the perfect breeding dog. I'm, I can't do the accent. I wanna try. Yeah, you okay. know it would be great. Yeah, that's good. You get a, a, a dog that would come and, and uh, come over here like a wee bear and <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I can't. Oh, my gosh. So, um, some of those dogs did happen to migrate over to the U.S. Um, I know. I've seen them. (laughs) By that, you mean people took them there. Right. Because there's no way they naturally migrated across the the Atlantic. Most Um, dangerous ocean. (laughs) I'm assuming some Americans were like, let me just steal this dog and get on the boat. So Get off me leg, Scotsman. Taking so a dog. <laughs> basically, when the U.S. decided to go west, as right. we did, and start having the open range and the cattle, they're like, mm-hmm. shit, when these the cows are happens. yet again really hard to control. It'd yep. be nice if we had some Why? dogs. It's not like they weigh so much more than humans. Like cows and sheep. But yep. apparently, 1942, in the U.S., we had over 36 million sheep grazing wow. on the open plains. That sounds really majestic. It does sound really majestic. With clouds of flu just going just across the plain. to the sheep? I feel like it kind of should. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... They had we... to have been way so many more than the humans. Um, I also kind of feel like maybe we uh, did away with some native yeah. uh, grazing creatures like what? bison um, and buffalo. Um, you I don't know that, those maybe. So <laughs> that wasn't in my research about dogs. Okay, we won't go into that, but anyway. Uh, but, but yeah, probably. Uh, by the way, uh, American expansion probably good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we I'm sure we never did anything wrong in history. Is what no, I learned. There's no probably. <sighs> never did anything wrong in history. Is what I learned. In school. It's genocide, not like, you know. England was running out of resources, so we came over here and stole theirs because we're greedy and Well, from trip. what I heard, there was no one here, right? Oh, yeah, nobody. No, it was empty land for the taking. No. I mean, well, it became they empty. Smallpox. It became Before, empty. Yeah, it became We helped. Yeah, okay. America should Anyway, this is sorry. American History Cast. I'm pretty sure this is not the first time we brought this no, up. No, no. Okay, so we're we going back history, to. Everybody. So, <laughs> okay, guys, back to back the. Back. 36, we got triggered by sheep. <laughs> 36 million sheep. Remember the fluffy little sheep's going. Lots <gasps> of sheep. Bah. I'm falling asleep already. <laughs> okay, so not only did we have some Scotsmen go, yo, I got. Uh, I got a border collie Yo. for you. <laughs> so, border such stilted language for Beth. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Yo, the, motherfucker. <laughs> apparently, we also had some helps from shepherds from Basque, yeah. which are in the Pyrenees Mountains that divide France. Pyrenees Mountains, P- Pyrenees. I believe. Mistaken. And they the brought their bobtail dogs. Bobtail dogs, gotcha. Which are also the foundation for the Australian Shepherds. So, like, a lot of our shepherd breeds Mm -hmm. in the U.S. came from a mix of the Border Collie breeds Mm -hmm. and the original Basque um, Shepherds dogs. So, friend of the podcast, Arlo. Yes, we do have an Arlo. Actually, wouldn't wouldn't be here today. I actually have the whole story of Arlo's breed. (gasps) Do you want to hear how Arlo's people came to be? Tell me of Arlo's ancestors. So, we have to go to a... to listen to this episode. Arlo needs to listen. Arlo, come (laughs) gather around. Good dog. (laughs) We need to, we need to go to the great continent. Mm Mm-hmm. And prison land of Australia, Australia. (laughs) where um, basically we had the Australian cat, the land of prisons, where if you did something bad in England or if you were an orphan, they shipped you to Australia. Yeah. You know, I mean, Australia sounds pretty good these days. I mean, it really does. I don't think it's bad. I knew Although I worked with except for well, also the everything. It, that I think there's it, racism everywhere. I, there's, oh yeah. It, it also depends where you live. I had a coworker who was. She's from Australia. Mm-hmm. She uh, came for a year to the U.S. to have like a break oh, yeah. from school, mm-hmm. and she arrived 
January 2020. Woohoo! And she, uh, we had a good old time. She's like, I've learned a lot about your country. It's very interesting. <laughs> Quite interesting. She had, the first few months she was here, she got to do some traveling like she wanted. Right. Um, toward the end. The shutdown wasn't until March. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she did actually, and she was staying with some friends. So mm. they still got to do some things, not everything she originally planned. Yeah. But it was very interesting, and she got to see a lot of our uh, modern day history. And it was very oh. interesting. <laughs> and right, she, she came to the cell. <laughs> yeah, because this is where her, her friends were. She's taking right, a, right. a gap year in school, nice. basically. Um, but don't worry, she made it home for Christmas. That's good. Because she flew out. German trees. Because she, flew, she flew out, by the way, early December. And because their country required, she's like, I think if I did all the planning right, I should be out quarantined two days before Christmas so I can go see my family. We because when you travel internationally in other countries, they have to. They they. I was like, so where are you gonna go? And she's like, I'm not exactly sure. You're gonna put me in a box. (laughs) She's like, I think you like get held up in a weird hotel. And I'm like, okay. I got the impression that it was hotel life for a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 Not like a white room where the doors are. Yeah, it's not like you're trapped in a weird prison camp. Oh my god. You have to pay for the hotel or. no, I think she's fine. She's a college student, and it sounded like, to be honest, like I, I think her family would have helped her out if she needed the money so she could get home. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, apparently there was some touch and go. That's the American way. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna um, go back to Queensland. Okay. So uh, I'm already there. Mm. So we're in Queensland, Australia. They had uh, cattle dogs uh, known as blue healers, or simply healers. And how uh, they're actually so healers are a little bit more aggressive um, than Aussies and border collies. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, they <laughs> mostly possessing low healing style, which is well suited for bulking belligerent cattle. Okay. They do a lot of shoot work. Uh, so have you ever... I've seen some video of this. It looks pretty cool. Um, have you ever seen a dog do shoot work of cattle? No. Uh, so what shoot work is, is when they're trying to, like, steer them into, like, either oh, a barn yeah. or something. And they got to put they, them into, like, a fence, fence funnel. So, uh, yeah, yeah, fence funnel. And so you see these dogs, like run around the back, but then also to keep them moving, they'll, like, run on top of them and back and forth to keep them moving. Whoa! Because they're small and, like, it's pretty yeah. neat. Arlo is very lightweight. Yeah. I'm actually shocked by him. Maybe because I have dent, like, my dogs are so dense and heavy, but they're the same height and size yeah. as Arlo. But Arlo is, like, a marshmallow. I can, like, pick him How up much and does Arlo weigh? Like, three pounds. Like, he's made out of fluff. Like, it's insane. <laughs> So we I have also, no idea how much he actually weighs. So we basically have blue healers thanks to some more Scotsmen. Yep, yep, my who, people. <laughs> who moved over to Australia and they were like, man, our border college just quite aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. And then they looked off into the distance and they saw some dingoes. Good. And they're Lord. like, they're like, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. <laughs> so uh, actually, it was the idea of a man named Thomas Hall, who was stationed in Can't New South Wales. New South Wales, yeah. And he looked at his dog. He looked at Dingo Stamina. And he's like, I bet that could work. Yeah. And that's yep. how we have blue healers. Great. I'm going to tell our friend Richard that his dog is part Dingo. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And that's actually kind of cool. That's probably where Arlo gets his crazy Oh, eyes. yeah. Like, yeah, you can see the crazy. It, like, yeah, after reading eyes. that and meeting Arlo, I'm like, I can see it all now perfectly. <laughs> crazy dingo face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, some, some crazy. Went to Australia, so he'll probably get a kick out of that. Yeah. So some great, some crazy Scotsman was like, I need a better cattle sh- dog. Mm-hmm. He's been more he, aggressive, he, more crazy. He looked over at Lassie. Nice. Lassie, who looked at him, wagged her little tail with her beautiful coat, and he's yeah. like, hmm. Then he looked at Dingo, and he's like, all wall-eyed and filled with fleas, and he's <laughs> like, I need that shit in this. <laughs> and she's like, Papa. Control this cattle. <laughs> Papa, what arranged marriage is this? Papa, I don't want to marry this happened. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't like, like imagining this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine he's that was so pleasant. Funny. He's like an idiot. He's just like... <laughs> it's also 
also a wild animal. I just can't imagine I mean, that that was very pleasant. Uh, well, I mean, it's like any arranged marriage and breeding stuff during the time. I mean, anytime. Oh, he's like the uh, most beautiful dog on the planet. <laughs> it's not necessarily like they was probably a mix of like different breeds, but uh, Collie was the one. That's I just, what I'm imagining. Yeah, the border Collie. <laughs> it's like a silken fur flowing like an elf creature, and then there comes a gargoyle. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, so that's how we came up with most of our famous herding breeds. That, Love it. Good. Yeah, that I was able to find research on. And I think they're pretty Can't fun stories. This wild animal. <laughs> um, yeah. He so, said it exactly like that, too. Yes. Whispered in this dog's ears. You better get ready. No, I'm just kidding. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> no, I just, I, I, by the way, this is just such a human thing. You know, out in nature, and they look at that as like, that could be useful. That could be, yeah. No, I mean, that is exactly, we like innovation. I mean, the whole species of dog is basically innovation to us. It's like, how can you better be our best friend and companion in this state and age? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. The instincts are so strong and mm-hmm. uh, you know, animals like collies mm-hmm. and any herding animals. Yeah. Like, it's just it's natural. Yeah. They did uh, a good job of what they were trying to do. Oh yeah, my uh, the, in Louisiana, I had this neighbor. Um, she had a collie. He was a very energetic dog, and he would like hurt us sometimes. And then he would also like steal shoes, and we'd like chase him around for shoes. That was his favorite game. You had to be careful about taking your shoes off in the grass. Right, right, right. Because he'd go under the house. That but, jerk. The adults would always get back for us. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I assume they wouldn't send them. Go, children, go into this crawl space. Uh, his name was Micah. 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 I've known dogs named Micah before. I feel like it's a very common dog name. Oh no, Micah was a pretty dog. He was very I'm soft. I'm not insulting. And... I'm not saying he was an ugly dog. I'm just saying it was a very basic name. Okay. A very basic basic name. Wow. Poor Micah. So anymore. Hurting no. animals. Okay, no, so, that's... so hunting dogs. So hunting dogs. Hunting dogs span back to the age of time when we first met at the wolf and went to oh, you can help us hunt. Yes, they're already good at hunting. Yes. Yeah. Um we have three They're also really good at being lazy. They're like, I don't have to hunt, you can just feed me. <laughs> yes, I will take your scraps. <laughs> to be intimidating here basically. So Together can animals. anyone guess the three main groups of hunting dogs because they're categorized into three main groups with some subgroups. Owl or... Kind of. Birds. Yeah, birds. Like fish. I would... I'm going to give that to you guys. Those would be considered in the gun dog group. Oh, oh this is... Okay, we weren't sure how they're categorized. Yeah. So they're categorized by weapon, I see. Not necessarily... <laughs> no, actually, it's okay, the only so weapon. it's just random. Okay. It's just random. Gun... Can, um... There's three groups. Sniffing, pointing, the sniff point dog group. That's a subgroup. Subgroup? Kind of. Heath, make a guess, because you have always said, oh, I would have guessed that. I want proof of your actual guesses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put them on the spot, why don't you? Um, if you I'm trying to think of what they could be categorizing by. Is it, is it involving horses? or No, like, they're... Uh, I will say these are more, like, general terms for dogs. Retrievers? Yeah. That's a subgroup. All right. Subgroup, gotcha. I'm really good at guessing. You're getting subgroups. the subgroups real well. <laughs> I just, I didn't grow up hunting. What would someone associate with hunting? Given that you know, we live in the South, we are a pack of people who did not grow up with a okay, hunter do, family. Do you guys, family members that hunt. But do no. you guys give up? I, I do. I officially give up. You want to make one guess? No, because retrievers was. Oh, retrievers I'm so sorry. Okay. I okay. kept my trap shut. You're fine. Okay, um, so the three main groups are hounds, oh. gun dogs, oh. and terriers. Me. And Sorry, I have two terriers. Yeah. Gun dogs. So, gun dogs. So, um. The hell is a gun dog? So, All of the others that aren't terriers or hounds. I, I, will, I will get into that. So the subgroups of hounds include scent hounds and sight hounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hounds. hounds Yada yada, Charlie. I love him so much. So hounds, <laughs> this breed, uh, have a strong sense of smell, a loud voice, which they use yes. to keep the prey in a vulnerable position. All breeds I are up in a tree. Yeah, all breeds are almost similar in their pursuit of the target, but they are specifically bred to per, uh, pressure their prey into submission. 
Gotcha. Well, so that is true. hounds. True. <laughs> no. Oh my god, is that what she does when she's barking at men who are in our house? And maybe she's trying to pressure them out of the house. <laughs> Get out of the house. Get out of the house. She's like, oh, so wait, do we have a hound dog that's specifically trying to hunt men? I don't think so. She's clearly like some level of afraid. Yeah, that's true. Charlie is very loud. So he, like his his voice resonates. I'm just glad he doesn't choose to bark. Also, like, Rue gets alerted to the weirdest sounds. Like, I've had the cats crash above, and she's like, I don't care. And then the tiniest little, like, noise. And then she's just like, It's like, I think, like, we recently had my little sister and her boyfriend stay with us because he was working a a music festival in the area. And um, he's a man, so... Um, he, someone walked. We're not. We're not gonna. So we were in the basement. I had the TV on. We're not gonna plug the band. No. Well, I don't. Re- he's, I don't remember the fine. name. He's it's in a fine. few. Yeah. Yeah. He's he play, He's currently traveling with his brother's band. Whatever which, their name is. Anyway, it starts with a B, but that's all I can remember. And then there's a town, folks. You can go find them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can check my little sister's no, Instagram. Fine. Fine. Anyway. Okay, I'm um, focusing. <laughs> um, so sight hounds are have a heightened sense of sight mm-hmm. and smell to locate their uh, tray uh, mm-hmm. prey. Back in early times, these dogs were mostly just used for hunting purposes. Like, you know, the... Yeah, they chase an animal to a tree and start baying at it. Yep, yep, yep. So, Remember when Charlie did his first bay and that's when he was a hound? That was a very distinct... Like very, classic, yeah, classic, classic bay. That's a, this is before I got his DNA test back, and I was just like, I know what the fuck you are. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what That's you not are. Like a common dog sound to other no. variations. Yeah. I, I do like it when Rue actually howls instead of her really sharp barking because when the she sharp bark hurts. There was one day where I was like, "Will you please just like any sound but that?" And she like howled at me. I was like. I know it's so cute. You cannot be mad at her. I'm like, okay. And then she immediately went back to her. I was like, okay, you've ruined it. Sometimes when she's in the basement um, and she doesn't think there are any other human, there are any humans in the house, she'll like just sit there and she'll howl a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. We have some. It's it's woken me up from sleeping upstairs before. I'm like, here's the best way to wake up. (laughs) She'll like. She's like, oh my God, there's a person here. And she's like, I see you, bitch. Let me in. (laughs) Like it's her little. Her little sad song, like I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. I sure wish there was someone here to, to love me. I see you in the corner. <laughs> Come down. She becomes a Disney princess. <laughs> all alone in the basement, <laughs> where my family's far away. Except for it's like right there. But, you know. <laughs> but my dumb brother bothers me, and I'm so sad today. That's very good. Thank you. That's very good. Uh, Rue is now a like Disney princess. Rhymes, but she's also a potato. She is a potato. Yeah. She's asleep. I just have trouble viewing her as a princess. She's a potato. She, look, princesses she's, come look, in all shapes and sizes. You can put a dress on a potato. Yeah. We, I guess. You put a bird on a we potato. Put, look at it. She has been an alicorn, and she was a beautiful alicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We will okay. post those pictures later in the month. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Gun dogs. As you're like, what the fuck is a gun dog? And we are WTF not. We are not talking about a it's weird a anime. No, it's it, we're not <laughs> talking about. No. Those are the gun dogs. <laughs> and it's also not an anime mech with a robot dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, these are separate from the the retrievers <laughs> that have been shot with the guns. Actually, that's what that's they, what they are. Okay. Uh, their purpose is to gun dogs. Purpose water dogs. Gundog's purpose is to locate prey after it's been shut down. Their category is further divided by pointers, retrievers, and flushers. Ah, flushers. To flush out prey. I'm sorry for interrupting you. How dare you? Sorry. (laughs) I quit the podcast. Retrievers (laughs) are used to retrieve birds after they've been shot down. These dogs have web feet and water repellent coats, which enable them to swim quickly, Mm -hmm. such as Babs, yeah. golden retrievers, even poodles fall into that category because they're originally a German sh- uh, hunting dog. Right, right, as we learned. But their yes. fur so water? Uh, because yeah. remember, they were corded. Yeah, the corded fur. April uh, went over this okay. in the grooming episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so the dog from Duck Hunt is a gun dog. Yes. 
that dog. <laughs> Duck Hunt was my favorite game when I was little. <laughs> you know, and then he laughed at me, and then I would punch the TV. I would sometimes go with the gun, like, right next to the TV and be like... Yeah. And so, yeah, just, like, with the gun right on the screen. it was fun just to shoot the TV and see you go pew, 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 pew. Like, the ducks were just all over the place. The flying, the clay, what is that, skeet shooting minigame? That was really hard. It was fun, though. It was fun. I like Duck Hunt. Got really, I spent hours on Duck Hunt. My brother, um, my older brother took a Sharpie to our NES gun. <gasps> no! Then it turned it into a black gun. Oh, and it like a I, real thought, gun. I thought he went over the sensor and fucked it up. Oh, no, 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 no. He was like an adult when he did that. Oh, okay. He was just an edgelord. He was just like, I'm going to make it look like a real gun. Well, my, our gun was gray. <laughs> yeah, gray and orange. That's the color of No, the, it was just gray. Yours was just gray? Yeah, it was oh, dark gray. the traditional uh, gray and orange. Yeah, I think maybe... Uh, I think. I feel like that's a requirement they added later. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I think happened. To make it look because like because OG, yeah. yeah, we we had because I remember the year it came out, my mom had to put it on layaway at my dad's oh, Walmart. Wow. He worked right because right. that was his big Christmas gift, and it came with the gun and original. Oh, it was his Christmas yeah, yeah, gift yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. because my dad was the gamer. Like right. the reason I'm into video games is it's because you're because you're your father's daughter. Yeah, I am my. By the way, when we got the Super Nintendo, he played like what was it, Super Mario World, mm-hmm. and he got to Bowser, and there was this point where me and my sister would sneak him when he was trying to beat Bowser late at night, and then every time he died, we go no, and he's like go to bed, <laughs> and then we go, he he get into the, so the thing, and we that go and really sneak behind the couch again, and give ourselves away every time he died. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Did you really sneak that well? Is he just bad at paying attention? I think he was just like hyper focused on it. It was the final boss that has like three levels. I watched my dad play I that played, so much. I've time. played that level so many I just times. Feel like it's I would, rough. I remember I my kids were trying to yeah. sneak somewhere. Yeah. If you're if you're going past world eight, man, I wouldn't. I he wouldn't also got hear, the star I levels. I wouldn't hear a murderer coming into the house. <laughs> so like, I'd be like, it's fine. Just kill me. Let me just finish this. Real yeah, quick. yeah. No, it was so close. It was it was very fun to watch. And I remember when he found the secret star levels, I mm-hmm. thought he was a genius. I was like, oh, there's a secret level. Totally didn't subscribe to the Nintendo magazine at all. I'm pretty sure he read it at work because he worked at work. Yeah, because it's on We the did show. not subscribe to that. No, no. I subscribed to Nintendo Power in high school. I actually had the last edition because I was part of the group when they canceled it. Mm-hmm. That was recent, wasn't it? Oh, no. It was uh, back when I was in high school, so 2007. To me, that's my little brother had a subscription. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 2007 to me is like yeah, yeah. You know, just that a, was like a, a hopscotch like, away. Just a hopscotch away. I mean, yeah. I totally remember. It was yesterday, back when I was. Oh God, my timeline doesn't work like that. Seventeen. <laughs> so I'm 32. So that's it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, no, that's 14 years. 14-ish. Might as well be 20. Maybe. Anyway, um, now I'm old. Where were we at? Good uh, lord almighty. Uh, retrievers. Gun dogs, yeah. Yeah, uh, pointers. Pointers, as they, they, this prey was bred to identify and locate prey, had a keen sense, and was able to locate even the most disguised target. So, and then the flushing. They didn't, they didn't so rely I'm on their eyes. Snitches. Yeah, basically they're snitches. Okay. We bred snitches. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone kind of, terriers turned into some of the more popular house pets. Um, in the old time, they were bred to hunt small animals such as bourbon. So there's not much subgroup uh, besides like rat terriers and all the different terriers. If, yeah. if they have a thing in front of their name, that's what they were bred to do. Yeah. Or that's where they oh, were retrievers. And Labrador retrievers. I said terriers. They're, retrie- they're retrievers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Nate. listening to you. I Sorry, promise. I was like, what are we talking <laughs> about? Sorry. Or, or, for instance, Yorkshire terriers, or that's where they came from. Mm-hmm. Either mm-hmm. they were named after where they came from or what they hunt. Boston it's terriers. amazing to think that Yorkshire terriers do anything now. <laughs> Teacup terriers are so small and useless. But Yorkies are really, like, I, I still, Brandy took mm-hmm. out Super Rat. I mean, I guess so. I'm just saying my, my cousin. We had uh, an Orkin man spend and, uh, months trying to catch the Super Rat, and mm-hmm. our dog got it. 
This old elderly dog got it. Respect, man. I just... Brandy was solid. All I'm saying... I'm not saying they can't, because clearly they can. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying it's crazy, because Yorkies are itty-bitty. They are (laughs) itty-bitty. They don't usually have to do any jobs. Oh, wait. My cousin's Yorkie, when I walked him, he was fast as... Wait, there's actually... He was a bottomless pit of energy. I don't think she ever walked that dog. Hang on, there's a famous Yorkshire Terrier who, like, was in the army. Oh, that's a story I'd like to hear. Hang on, Smokey. Uh, they make a uniform small enough. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, Smokey um, was a Yorkshire Terrier, famous war dog that served in World War II. She weighed four pounds, oh stood God. seven inches. Smokey was credited with the beginning of renewal interest in the once obscure Yorkshire Terrier breed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find her. By she was the first therapy dog. That's a coy. So basically, Smokey was found abandoned by an American soldier in a foxhole in New Guinea. Okay. She was already a young adult then. Soldiers originally thought she belonged to the Japanese, mm-hmm. but um, she did not understand either Japanese or English commands. And um, Smokey was sold to Corporal William A. Wayne for two Australian pounds um, so he could return to his poker game. So basically, he was sold by someone who found her for a poker game. And for the next two years, Smokey backpacked with Wayne through the uh, Pacific Theater of World War II. Good Lord Almighty. We'll post these pictures to, I guess, the Instagram and Discord or something like that, but there's some really cute yeah, it's pictures very cute. of this uh, teeny, tiny, useless dog. She slept in <laughs> Wayne's tent. He fed mm-hmm. her part of rations and occasional cans of spam, mm-hmm. and she was unofficial. She was un- only four pounds, so that's good that he didn't have to provide much food. Yeah, there's yeah. a picture of her sitting in the his, his uh, helmet and it's just a dog. In a she place. also it's flew twelve air to sea rescue missions. With twelve air to sea rescue. Did she do anything, or was she just an emotional support? She was dog? basically emotional support dog. Okay. So, but she did learn Still numerous cool. tricks, and he would bring her to like medical tents, mm-hmm. and eventually, um, uh, I think she actually did do something. Um, there was okay, so. They had to, because uh, there's something she did. Basically, they had to get a telegraph wire through an area that they couldn't get through because of the, basically, it had to go through, like, this piping because it got cut and they had to do it. So he gave the um, telephone wire to, like, tied it to her back and sent her through the, like, tunnel area. Yes. So she basically um, helped. She helped them. She helped. Get hooked up. To so, yep, that's freaking amazing. So she helped so they could get information, and then after the war, she had many like guest stars. But uh, eventually, she was considered the first therapy dog because she would uh, go to different. He would go and visit like different veterans of war, and she, she even had a place in the Mayo Clinic. And they started noticing that. Uh, uh, I think he actually got sick. Hang on, I'm reading this. This is something I vaguely remember. I'm actually trying to get information. Right. Um, this is an incredible story. Like, so, that is precious. So, yeah. Um, Wayne had to go to the hospital for five days, and basically um, they snuck Smokey in mm-hmm. to Wayne, and uh, uh, Dr. Charles Mayo of the Mayo Clinic was... He allowed this, and then he also saw how well her reaction had to other people. And right. he was like, huh, maybe therapy dogs have a thing. Maybe maybe we should start letting uh, creatures that make people happy into the hospital. Yeah. And, um, I got visited by She's a considered dog the, the first therapy dog, and yeah. she is a veteran of World War II. And so Yorkies maybe aren't so dumb, aren't they? I can confirm therapy dogs in the hospital do work. Maybe yeah, therapy dogs feel- do really good and then i screamed at my nurses and i said you didn't tell me that there were therapy dogs in here and they're like every thursday and i'm like well anyway what kind of dog did you see i don't remember it was really small and sad oh my god (laughs) 
Maybe it was tired. It was. I actually do think it was a Yorkie. She she was just a broken creature. She was just like all I do is get carried places and then touched. That's interesting because she laid very still. I mean, even though Rand, uh, Brandy she's also hot from being held too long. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> she might have just been overstimulated. Like I will say that yeah. was one of. Like, I even mentioned this in our first episode, but our dog, Brandy, she was a rescue from a elderly neighbor who got put in a retirement home for the family. And the family just left her out in the yard. So that's how we got her, because we oh. basically just took her from Louisiana summer heat with a Yorkshire Terrier, just yeah, left in no, the backyard. Not great. With a neighbor, with like, it. not even the family came to feed it. It was our neighbor fed that dog. Yeah. Um, just to keep it alive. So yeah, basically. Have to watch this tiny thing wither away. Yeah, so Ugh. we we took the dog, but also my mom found out where the elderly woman got placed. So on Sundays we would bring your key, uh, Brandy to visit her at the hmm. while we were at church. So she'd get there during the church service, and then we pick her up after church. That's so nice. So like, in a way, in, in a way, like Brandy was a therapy dog because she never had to leave her, and then she had to stay home. Yeah. Also, but, I might be exaggerating about the dog that visited me in the hospital. <laughs> I, I just, I remember feeling kind of bad for the dog because I don't know. Yeah. So, what I was going to lead into before I remembered Smokey existed was yep. we also have taught, so along with herding, hunting, companionship, we also have taught many animals to do service work. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've talked about wanting to do a service animal episode, so I'm not going to go into yep. super detail, but we've taught them to do um, jobs in the military, public safety, helping with disabilities, and also just comfort and security. Yeah. So, we could probably do many service animal episodes together. Yeah, we could do famous. Uh, we'll, we'll, do, we're gonna, we'll dig into it. We're also hitting an hour soon. But, yeah. okay, so here's the thing I teased at the very beginning. Yes. Okay. The eyeballs. The eyeballs. <laughs> so no other species has ever evolved cohabitat with us like a dog. Yeah. Like, dogs are specifically bred by humans to, like, be kind of our buddies. Mm. And because of that... Um, Dogs truly made us the center of their world, and puppies, the puppy look, was a learned expression that dogs basically developed over years because they're like, oh, this response is what humans do, and they like it when I do it. So that puppy dog look. I I look pathetic at them. (laughs) They've even done studies. Apparently, wild wolves don't have the same muscle controls in their eyebrows like domestic dogs do. So it literally oh evolved into that little cute face where they go, what about me? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. It works They so did this well. so we would take care of them. Yeah. And that's why dogs are I mean, man's cats, best friend. Cats don't have that. No. 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 Cats, cats don't care. Cats actually <laughs> have their own fun story, which we'll cover next week. Okay. But yeah, I'm just saying they don't have the musculature in their eyebrows. No, yes. no, but they have other things. I so um, yeah, that's all my research on the domestication of dogs. I hope you've enjoyed it. I do recall one little detail um, that dogs actually, and I don't know how they determined this. I didn't go into the research on that, but it was again one of those little factoids that I heard out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and it was basically that dogs. A study showed that dogs perceive us as cute, adorable oh, yeah. puppies. Yeah, for mm-hmm. too. Yeah. As we perceive them mm-hmm. as cute, adorable puppies. So they also puppies. think we're really so cute. We, they think we're adorable babies. And yeah. they're just like, well, look at it. It's so precious, giant human. Oh. You know, that's how dogs yeah. see us. I mean, so. it, it makes sense why they're also such creatures that have been developed to be like, I need you. Yes. They, dogs are the embodiment of unconditional love. They're so trusting. Yeah. And, and, we, and we, we did that. They're too good for humans. <laughs> no, we created them to be <laughs> unconditional love from their wild the ancestry. Well, they I know. Well, humans. Fucking humans. Fair, like a narcissistic human, I'm going to throw it back on the dog and say, well, they didn't need to beg for our scraps. They can go get their own. Well, they were probably <laughs> actually coming to see if they could kill us for our scraps. Oh, like, oh, I guess we'll just take these handouts. It's winter. I don't want. I oh, don't but want they to... did have to work for it. They paid for it. No, they paid the for it. Generations <laughs> that the followed did. I, th- I think there is a meme out there where it's like a wolf that says, "Oh, should I take scraps from this monkey?" And then it goes like five million years later, and then you see a human holding a dog 
and they're both wearing the same like, sweater like, and taking a picture, you know, like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So any other tidbits to talk about uh, how dogs became domesticated through humans? No, I'm, I'm just very yeah. glad that they did. Yeah. Uh, they're one like of they seem to enjoy it. I mean, the... they've been bred to, to have to live this way, so... <laughs> They've been bred to be some weird creatures. And also, I still... They're glorious. They're the... Every, Yorkie and Great Dane, same damn species. Same damn thing. It just, it makes you think, you know, what is free will? Anyway, good night, everybody! <laughs> no, um... So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord, PetParentsPod. You can also email us, PetParentsPod at gmail.com. We will continue to get better like the noble hounds we live with. Good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye. Bye.